0: Welcome to this podcast by the National Institute of Economic and Social Research, NISA. I'm Paola Buonadonna. Today I'll be discussing the use of agency workers in the public sector, with particular focus on the NHS and the education system, with NISA researcher Nathan Hudson Sharp, who has just co authored a report on this subject. Nathan, can I ask you first of all, what is an agency worker?
1: So put simply, an agency worker is someone who is temporarily supplied to an employer by an agency. So whereas traditionally we are hired by, have contracts with and are paid directly by our employer, an agency worker has a contract with an organisation whose role is specifically to supply staff to an employer.
0: Okay, can you tell us a little bit about the new report and in particular what it tells us about the trends in agency spending in the public sector?
1: Okay, so our report, it was commissioned by the Office of Manpower Economics, they provide the Secretariat to the public sector pay review body and it really is one of the most comprehensive analyses of agency working in the public sector. We were given the opportunity to speak to employers, agencies as well as agency workers to really get a sense of all these different perspectives. Um, in terms of the trends in public sector spending on agencies, um, there are discrepancies in the way in which we can define and measure agency working, but the weight of evidence would suggest you know, agency staff spending is on the rise. In the report, we use quarterly labour force survey data, and it estimates that around 1% of all public sector jobs are supplied by an agency. Um, This type of growth is something that we've seen across the UK labour market. Some estimates suggest up to 1.2 million agency workers are actually in the UK labour market.
0: How does this compare with the past? I mean, do, do we know anything about the rate of increase or where we were 10 years ago, 15 years ago?
1: So there's definitely been an increase. There um, it, it, there are some sort of funny instances around the time of economic recession, particularly within the public sector, where use declines. But certainly over the last few years, is something which has been much more of an increase. Um, that increase is more significant within the public sector than the private. But obviously we're talking about the different sort of scales within
0: each. And you've looked at both the NHS and the education system in particular for this one
1: yes yes absolutely and so when we look at the data uh, what we see is probably the biggest increase within the education sector Um, obviously instances of agency working in the NHS are slightly mitigated by some of the new agency rules that are out there but overall we're seeing an increase increase use of agency staff
0: so the obvious question is why given that they're more expensive by and large why do public sector employers use agency staff
1: Okay, so as part of our interviews, we did uh, part of our research. So we did interviews with public sector employers, um, and the reasons why they use agency staff were pretty consistent. What employers told us is that they use agency staff by no means is a deliberate strategy or preferred choice. But very much as an ad hoc response to sort of more systemic recruitment and retention issues, which are being caused by local as well as national shortages. So, for example, in the NHS, we have specific rules in place to actually mitigate the use of agency staff. But what NHS employers told us is that simply they, a lot of the time, have no choice but to use agency staff just to sort of maintain certain provisions of safety or Mm -hmm. certain services.
0: So why do public sector employees choose to work via an agency? Uh,
1: I think it's interesting because there seems to be quite a few misconceptions around the motivations of agency staff in the public sector. Um, agency staff tend to get a bit of a rough ride being labelled as sort of greedy or leeching off you know, a cash-struck public sector.
0: Because they tend to earn more, is that right? Yeah, there's yeah. P- there's yeah.
1: certainly potential to get higher day rates. Yeah. but. I think what our research identified is that those higher rates of pay, if achievable at all, I mean, it's certainly not always the case within schools, but pay is certainly not a prime motivating factor for agency working. I think what's the most interesting finding of our research is that staffing crisis is really pushing NHS staff in particular into agency working. What agency staff described to us was a real deterioration of job quality, pushing them out of permanent sector employment. So these are lots of concerns around bureaucracy, target setting, uh, insufficient resourcing, and unmanageable workloads, all of which are pushing teachers as well as NHS staff to more contingent forms of working, of which agency working is most likely one of the best options available to them.
0: So in other words, in many, many cases, these are workers previously employed as staff uh, employees, both in the NHS and in schools, who actively chose to get themselves out of that permanent employment because they were just too stressed out and too unhappy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is definitely a testament to some of the focus groups that we did with agency staff. So many were uh, ex-permanent employees who made the conscious decision to leave permanent employment within the public sector to achieve a better you know, work-life balance and to sort of really take control of their working lives within the public sector.
0: So it seems to me that aside from the cost for these public bodies, um, the, the rise in use of agency workers clearly hints at, at a wider crisis of perhaps of work culture and, and you know, retaining staff and all of that.
1: Absolutely. And, and I think this is most pertinent probably really within the NHS. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of coverage in terms of um, a lot of the stresses in which hospitals are under and... I think agency working is very much a symptom of that, rather yeah. than a cause of some of the sort of issues that we see within within the public sector.
0: Nevertheless, let's take a look now at what impact the use of agency staff has on the quality of services, and and we might want to um, stay with the NHS here because I think that's an interesting line of inquiry. What what did you find?
1: Quality is always an interesting one. I think again, there's some misconceptions that for some reason. Uh, agency staff, particularly in the NHS, aren't sort of essentially up to scratch. Mm-hmm. I mean certainly the agency workers that we spoke to were competent, qualified and capable and as well the agencies that were part of our research had pretty rigorous processes to ensure, ensure a certain, certain level of quality. I think the only issues of quality that tends to be identified are to do with sort of continuity of care. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean this is something which is also happens within schools where you don't want you know, different members of staff within classrooms. Overall, very few of the employers that we interviewed actually suggested that agency staff were, for whatever reason, worse than permanent members of staff. In fact, I think it's pretty clear to say, particularly in the NHS, there's some quite experienced agency workers out there that provide a real credit to the services. And
0: so we're back to the issue of costs. What, What can be done to reduce the cost of agency spending to the public sector?
1: You know, I, th- I think there's been a lot of media coverage on sky-high day rates of agency staff and, you know, agencies charging extortionate fees. And it is certainly true that in some instances for certain specialities, in some hospitals, a lot of money is being spent on agency working. However, I think what our research identifies is a more sort of systemic underlining issue of understaffing. You know, quite simply, within the, the education and health public sector, demand is outstripping supply. And it seems pretty reasonable to suggest that the longer teachers, nurses, doctors and other health professionals experience a deterioration of job quality, they're more likely going to be pushed toward agency working. So I think if we're going to address agency spending, it's really about addressing some of the underlying reasons as to why public sector employees are leaving their jobs in the first place.
0: And this obviously will take a long time to sort out. But I was wondering if in the shorter term, uh, there are other things that uh, public sector bosses, particularly NHS bosses, could be looking at. Um, I believe you've identified a number of unhelpful practices that perhaps could be looked at and, and and fall short of a change in the culture of the entire system, but have more to do with sort of bargaining power of, of the NHS. Do you want to talk about this a bit?
1: Absolutely. So our evidence definitely suggests that the introduction of agency pricing caps has been broadly welcomed by NHS employers and has helped to reduce agency spending relative to where it was at one point. However, the fact that the agency caps are underpinned by this idea that you can break glass and go above the cap rates that are in effect, it does undermine trust bargaining powers. So the cap creates a perverse incentive where NHS employers are required to wait as much as possible or in the meanwhile it becomes more of an emergency situation Conversely, to that, agencies are well aware of these pressures that are put upon trust, and that eventually trust will have to break glass. So you know, quite simply, agencies are there in a position to you know get more money on the day rate for the stuff that they supply. So I think while it's interesting that there are, of course. You know, issues that need to be resolved in terms of underlying staffing problems in the NHS and this deterioration of trip quality, it may be worth if we look at this dynamic between agencies and NHS employers and some of the sort of difficult conversations that happen because of this contradiction between price caps and patient safety.
0: Thank you, Nathan. And we should remind our listeners that your report, The Use of Agency Workers in the Public Sector, is available on our website at www.nisa.ac.uk. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. You can subscribe to NISA Podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes. Stay tuned.